Welcome to the Maximum Movie Podcast, where we promote eating your fucking cinnamon rolls, bitch. Go eat them, motherfucker. Hello, welcome to the Maximum Movie Podcast. This is Blake, and today we also got Mitchell here. Hello. And today we're going to be doing something different. It's actually uh, not just a single episode. Um, we're going to be talking about two episodes in one. Um, but we'll probably not go as in-depth on both episodes as we usually do. Uh, partly because, I, mean, we'll prob- I think, honestly, we'll probably talk about episode three more than episode four. Yeah. Just because I think there's a lot to talk about with episode three, and it's an important episode. And also, I think that uh, episode four is just shorter, like way shorter. It's like, I think it's only 45 minutes or something like that, mm-hmm. not including credits. So, um, and then episode three is, I think, in like feature length, 90, 90 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, I guess we'll just uh, we'll start with episode three. Just start talking about it, um, and as we go along talking about the plots, we'll say what we like and what we don't like. And um, Mitch, is it okay if I talk about the game? I haven't actually talked about this yet because I kind of talk about the game sometimes yeah. in the podcast. Is it okay if I talk about it? Okay. Yeah. I said I, I like to compare it just to see the difference. Uh, yeah. So um, continuing off, where I think episode two ended where. Uh, Tess died. That's the last thing we saw is she got blown up, which I wasn't a big fan of, to be honest. I don't know if I talked about it with you, but I wasn't a huge fan of the way they changed her death from the game. Uh, and I'm still not. I see a lot of arguments for people saying that uh, <clears throat> Tess is supposed to be, like, or it's supposed to be, it made sense because, like, she was already infected and the fungus was, um, like, attracted to her because of that. Mm-hmm. And that's why she didn't resist or anything. But like, I still thought it just didn't fit the scene or the tone of the scene. It just kind of like, yeah, came out of nowhere, in a way. Yeah. Uh, how how does she die in the uh, game? Uh, so, it's it's pretty similar where they're in the they get to the Capitol building or what I think that's yeah. the state building, whatever it is, at, at the Boston State House, whatever it is. Um, and all of the fireflies that they're supposed to meet are dead, as well as like some other people. But, like, they aren't infected. That's not... That's the big difference, is they aren't infected. It was Fedra that showed up. And I'm pretty oh, sure... God. I can't remember if Fedra was tracking Joel and Tess down because they killed that guard. Oh, Or yeah. if they were tracking down the fireflies that they killed. But whatever happened, the fi- uh, Tess was bit the same. She got bit. Um, but, uh... And then she reveals it to Joel. And that's actually all pretty similar. But the thing that's changed is, yeah, like, there's no infected that come after them. Instead, it's Fedra that shows up, and they, uh, Tess is like, I'll stay back. You can go. You guys go. I'll hold them off. Mm. And it's like, they don't show her actually dying, but it's implied she died, obviously, because you hear a bunch of gunshots, and then, like, it yeah. stops. And, like, I thought that was so much better, because it's just like, oh, so sudden. And then this was like, they had to include, like, a gross-out moment. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. I thought that was weird. Yeah. I, um, I think that does make more sense as well because I forgot until you said it just then. Yeah, they killed a Fedra guy on the way out. Yeah, exactly. Huh. They they so they're hunting him down. That's why. Yeah, weird. But I mean, people were also saying it makes sense they weren't hunting him because it's just one guard. But like, yeah. they changed in the game. It was actually I think it was two guards in the game, not one. Yeah. Uh. But yeah. Anyway, so that's sorry. That's kind of just a random tangent about episode two. That. But uh, episode three starts. It actually doesn't start with the main character of the episode. Joel and Ellie are not the main character of the episode. Yeah. Um, it's actually Nick Offerman's character, Bill. And uh, but it starts with Joel and Tess, or Joel and Ellie. I mean, um, walking around like the post-apocalyptic. It says Boston, ten miles outside Boston, <laughs> but it's not Boston. It's uh, they filmed it all in Alberta, and it's very clear that's not. Boston. I, I, I saw someone say, like, 10 miles outside Boston is a Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you don't see a Dunkin' Donuts, it's not 10 miles outside Boston. So, uh, yeah, that was that was a little interesting. I was like, that looks like the Pacific Northwest, not a, mm-hmm. 
Not Boston, but whatever. Uh, but then, um, yeah, it shows Ellie and Joel walking around the this countryside, and they see like a plane that's destroyed, and it's really cool imagery. I feel like, um, and I, like the the production team does a really good job of capturing the post apocalyptic uh, like aesthetic, and uh, it like it's super eerie. But also kind of like, you can see that nature is reclaiming everything, and it's just really interesting uh, the way they do it. Uh, what do you, what did you think about early yeah. parts of the episode? Yeah, the the early parts were, um, they were cool to look at for for sure because they were just they were kind of just walking along. I don't really think there's much going on story story wise there. They were just going from, um, where they camped the night to, um, Bill and Frank's, but. I will. I, I will say, going into the episode, I, I didn't know the whole like Bill and Frank thing was coming, and we'll uh, get get to it. But I think it's kind of interesting how they spent that entire episode on just like explaining who these guys are that they're just going to to meet. Um, yeah. But the the episode as a whole, was just like the visuals are. It's not. It seems almost out of place, but not in a out of place bad way at all. But like them walking there the kind of the countryside is nice the the shot of the plane is really cool there's the one moment where there's all the bodies in the, the ditch that isn't so cool but the whole episode is just a oh, lot yeah. warmer than most of the rest of the show which i think is intentional um yeah yeah for sure they uh they really they show the worst part of humanity in the opening part of the episode and then they show mm-hmm. the best part for the rest yeah, they uh, but like, yeah, like you said, they had that ditch, um, that Joel and Ellie walk come across. Like Joel's like, you don't need to see this, and she's like, I want to see it. And they walk over there and they see a bunch of just dead civilian bodies or skeletons at that point, um, including a baby in its mm-hmm. mother's arms, which is like they use as the jumping point mm-hmm. to when you see when they're still alive back in two thousand three. Yeah, which is so again, smooth, like, by the way. Away. That was such yeah. a smooth cut. Like, I did not... Yeah. When that cut happened, oh, I was, was not brutal. thinking that that cut was then going to be, like, the rest of the, like, that episode. It was pretty cool to see. Oh, yeah. Like, I kept waiting, like, are they going to go back? Are they going to go back? It, it was a really smooth cut. I don't know. I, no, yeah. I, 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 from, I, from the I editing ex- standpoint, I, I like that a lot. I didn't expect it at all. Like I, well, I like I saw the skeletons, and then they just jump. I saw like the the showed like the blanket, and then it jumps to what the blanket actually is. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's crazy. And then this is two thousand three, and I'm like, okay, sweet, another flashback. And then it, uh, this is the introduction to uh, Bill or Nick Offerman's character, who at first is, or like actually, this is his whole character really. He's like a survivalist who is like always ready for the apocalypse. Like he's been preparing his whole life he has like a don't tread on me flag he like as soon as the he hides while his fedra like raids houses to see any infected people he hides and if he didn't mm. hide he would have gotten killed so good thing he did hide yeah and uh so he's yeah he's uh like going around raiding the stores like he goes to a home depot i think and then he also, like, goes to a, a winery and steals all the wine. Or at this point, not steals, he just takes it, because no one's going to stop yeah. him. So, yeah. and he basically just fortifies down this town uh, of Lincoln, which is the same town from the video game that you meet Bill oh, in. It, oh, it yeah. is Lincoln. So, they kept that, which is cool. They didn't really show as much. Of, I, I'll just get this out of the way. In the, in the they, they, they show, so yeah, they eventually they show how Bill puts these traps in and has, like, a he fortifies the whole town. In the game, you go through the um, entire uh, Lincoln town at first with Joel and Ellie mm-hmm. trying to find Bill because you needed that battery. Mm-hmm. And um, eventually, like, you get caught in one of his traps mm-hmm. that Joel does, and that's how you meet Bill, or that's how Ellie meets Bill. And Ellie and Bill have this super, like, they hate each other. Like, they are always going back and forth, and it actually... It's, it's probably the funniest part of the entire game. And I'm kind of sad they didn't include it just because it was so funny. And I thought that, uh, like, 
Nick Offerman would have done a good job of like bantering with Bella Ramsey. So that's the only thing I was like, oh man, that sucks. They got rid of that. But they also show that like there's they they show all the different kinds of traps Bill has and like it's really just like Bill's whole thing is centralized around his traps. And then like in the episode they only show like one time him getting a zombie, and he's like, oh, never gets old. Yeah. And then that's supposed to like cover like oh yeah he does this all the time and he probably has traps everywhere but like I don't I kind of wanted to see more of that but that's all the episode's about. It's uh I think at this point this is when he meets Frank who's a survivor who just happened to he just ended up in one of his like holes and yeah. uh he's like saying hey please don't kill me I am infected. And he even tests him to make sure, and he's like, "Okay, fine." And then he feeds him, gives like gives him a shower, and at this point, I think, uh, well, uh, so Bill was gay in the game, so I already assumed that he was gonna be gay in the show, because mm-hmm. they, they, I already knew the show was gonna be about Bill or the episode was gonna be about Bill and Frank. Like I heard that before the show came out, so like I was expecting it to be gay. Like, I knew. So, like, I, I wasn't, like, super caught off guard. And <laughs> immediately as, like, they're eating food. Like, so, so yeah, Bill makes him, Bill makes Frank dinner. And then he, uh, oh, God. He goes to play the piano. And, bro, I'm watching this. And I was like, I guess, yeah, I was actually pretty caught off guard when this happened. I was watching. Yeah. Well, fucking, I, I did not know that was coming. And I kept, like, oh. turning to you and being like, why is Bill, like, acting so sus? He's just, like, standing in the corner, like, all stiff, like, mm. like I was Yeah, like, what, bro. I, what is he doing? What What is happening I, right now? Oh, man. I was <laughs> like, oh, oh, here we go. And then it got a, yeah. So, Bill and uh, Frank, or... <laughs> Bill's playing the piano because Frank, he's like, oh, you don't know how to play this song. So he plays the piano and then Frank kisses him. And then they end up in bed. And then they have, and I'm, I'm glad they didn't go beyond anything they showed. They just had it. They showed, that's it. That's They show them in bed. Okay, fine. They can then cut, I think, three years later. And at this point, they're like a full relationship now. Mm-hmm. Like, they're basically like, they're like married. Or they're not married, but like they're dating or whatever they're 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 partners uh and they're like are showing arguing arguing like a any couple would and like back and forth about like i think frank's way more like into like the uh making everything like look pretty and then bill is just like why are you messing with my shit <laughs> like my like it's just my survival stuff like stop and uh and then I think, yeah, so Frank says that he is in contact with some people um, over at a... It was like he... The, he, he, yeah, he just like, says he was talking to some woman on the radio, and Bill's like, you did what? And then it, it yeah. cuts, and we figure out who the woman is, <clears throat> which I thought was yeah, cool. Yeah, it, it was revealed to be uh, Tess, and this is cool. This is how they start to make the connection between the... And I was like, oh, sweet. That's pretty awesome that they're, like, connecting the two. And they then they cut to Tess and Joel showing up after a debate from with Bill and Frank about letting someone in or, like, having guests. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're having, like, dinner or, like, lunch or something. Mm-hmm. And, like, Bill has, like, a gun just out on the table, which I thought was Pointed, I was pointed so funny. at Joel, and Joel just sat there. Yeah, bro, bro just did, does not care. No, oh, yeah, 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 bro. It's just like, well, I think actually Joel has one hand on the table and his other hand is below the table. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he has that the entire time, so I'm pretty sure he had a gun mm-hmm. on him. I think he was ready. <laughs> and then, yeah, he's like, as as Frank and as Frank and uh, Tess get up to like go talk about something. Um. Bill, or like uh, Joel, Joel's like talking to Bill all nicely, and then like all of a sudden, I don't know, he's like, "Get that gun out of my face!" Yeah, <laughs> and Bill, Bill's like, "Oh, okay, all right, my bad, my bad." Here, actually, I'm gonna switch this here. 
so I can talk into the mic while looking. But yeah, so, um, yeah, I, th- I think after they have that dinner, they agree, like they'll become like trading partners, and uh, they can like smuggle things in and out. Yeah, and Frank, as Frank Joel agrees, and Tess, Bill does not. But oh yeah, that's Frank, right. Yeah, Frank yeah, just yeah. does stuff without Bill like agreeing, and it's just fine. It's just how they work, I guess. Y- yeah, Bill doesn't. Bill feels like oh, whatever, and then uh. As uh, they're leaving, Joel's like, "You're gonna get. You're probably gonna get raided. You're probably gonna like. You're gonna need nicer wire. Like you're mm-hmm. gonna need nicer stuff." And I thought that was cool. Like you could tell that Joel and Bill were very similar, which is how it was in the game. I felt actually. I felt that they actually did a really good job. Nick Offerman. Like, did you like his character, Bill? Yeah. Yeah. Like overall. Yeah. Like or like I. I thought they did a good job capturing. Like he was the same. Like everyone, I, he was honestly like one of my favorite characters from the game, and I think he did a good. I thought he was like basically the same character. They just had him in a different scenario. Like he mm-hmm. captured the character perfectly. Yeah. They just had him in a completely different scenario. Yeah, and that's the only thing. And I think I think Bill actually was a little more bitter in the game because at this point, at that point, Frank Frank was dead in the game. Yeah. So like it was only Bill alive. Um. So he was a little more bitter. And then uh. It, uh, I think it cuts to all of a sudden, like after after Joel and uh, Bill talk about like Raiders potentially coming, like it cuts like a couple years later, I think again, mm-hmm. and Raiders did come, and now they're like uh, like attacking. And the, here, I, I'm gonna ask: Did you have a problem with the the scenario of what was going on there with Bill and the shooters at the fence? Did you see yeah. anything wrong with that? Uh, yeah, a bit. I yeah. well, it, first of all, to like an average viewer, I just, I thought it was Fedra because so far Fedra has literally done nothing in the whole show, so I assumed it was Fedra. Yeah. Um, but I I found out it was Raiders. I was like, okay, I suppose that makes sense. But like, yeah, Bill is straight up stood in the middle of the road, just like <laughs> posted up, just shooting at him. And, like, I get there's, like, the traps and stuff, and it's dark and it's raining, but, oh. like, dude is literally posted in the bro, middle of the street. Bro, bro is not, like, bro is just standing there with no cover. Like, <laughs> he's not even, like, trying to be, like, in cover. There's nothing around. He's in the middle of the road, bro. So, obviously, he gets shot? Yeah. Like, what? What was he thinking? I was, I wasn't, the biggest problem I had with the episode was, like, bro, why are you standing in the middle of the road? Like, you're supposed to be some... Hardened survivor, and you're just <laughs> doing the stupidest thing ever. I don't get that, but I, I'm but also yeah, not uh, like, how, like Frank wakes up, and like Frank w- w- wakes up because like the his bedroom is like illuminated by the fire. I was like, how is Bill yeah. already like up and out there? If Bill woke up and was like, oh, there's raiders, why would he not wake up Frank as well? Like, yo, there, we got raiders here, dog. <laughs> I, I, I do not know. I thought that scene was a little funky, but whatever. Small, small nitpick, picky things. I suppose. Yeah, that was that was that. And then after that, like uh, Frank tries to heal Bill because like the <coughs> traps at the fence take care of the um uh, raiders. So then it cuts like ten years later to modern or like what the present is in the show, twenty twenty three. And it shows, like, at first, like, the shot's, like, a far view of someone in, like, a wheelchair and calling out, hey, come get me. And someone else coming out to get him and rolling him back in. And I'm assuming, like, oh, Bill's in a wheelchair now. And Frank's pushing him. Because also they say, like, oh, Bill's like, oh, I'm getting older faster than you. And Frank's like, yeah, you are. I'm still, like, young. And then, like, it cuts, like, this, it just juxtaposes it with, like, this, um... Frank is now crippled and is, like, in a wheelchair. Yeah. And uh, Bill is the one pushing him. So it's just completely the opposite of what we thought would happen. Yeah. Do they um, say what uh, Frank, like, what, is, what his deal is? I don't know. Um, I, I actually have no idea what he has. I was thinking, yeah. like, ASL maybe? Oh maybe. Or yeah, because I, I I don't Parkin- know I, Parkinson's. I don't know. Oh, because he he was shaking really really bad, so it's something in that yeah. region. 
something something like that. It was just a crippling a crippling disease. So yeah. He, yeah, like at this point he was pretty messed up. Yeah. And uh you could tell that like he was sad and not like wanting to he wasn't wanting to be around living like this. So um Bill Oh shit. Uh Bill and Frank go to bed and then Frank gets up before Bill and Bill wakes up and Frank's already up and he's like, what the heck? What are you doing? And he's like, uh, today is my last day alive. And I was like, oh God, bro. That's like, that's brutal. That's horrible to hear. Yeah. Like imagine that that would be, that'd be awful. If like your like your wife or something like, it's like, oh yeah. Yeah. I'm, you're going to have to kill me today. That'd be the worst thing ever. So, I was like, damn, I was sad. Like, I was just like, oh. I kind of knew that something bad was going to happen because that whole episode was so, like... It honestly reminded me of the opening of Up. Of, like, the couple. Yeah, yeah. Like, like growing, growing old. Growing that, old. That and then, good, like... Good call. And then eventually, like, one of them dies. But in this case, like... Like, they show... Uh, he's like, I want... La-, Frank's like, I want one last good day. So, like, Bill... Hack makes like a good day for him and like does everything he wants to do. They get married, and he get he makes him the same meal that they had on like when he first showed up, and then uh, I think uh, I think at that point yeah after like during the meal, uh, Bill just pours a bunch of like uh, like sleeping pills into Frank's wine, and mm-hmm. uh, and then. I think it's think. It, it's revealed that. Well, because he. I'm trying to think. Did, did they the, ever show? They never showed Bill putting the pills in his thing. Like he said, no. they're already in the bottle. Yeah. So he he crushes the the pills and puts them in Frank's, and Frank like just downs his, in like one gulp, and then Bill puts his down in one gulp, which is yeah. unordinary. And Frank is like, "You already put pills in the bottle." Didn't, didn't, yes. didn't you? Oh, that's right. Because that's, he, that's he how does he it. Drinking one goal. Yeah, and <clears throat> which I didn't see coming, but I, I think it's it's kind of an intentional that he does. Well, if he does it in one gulp, he drinks a whole glass in one gulp. You can tell, like, uh, yeah, that's not normal. He probably already put it. In. Yeah. Okay, I see that. That makes sense. I was kind of confused on how he knew that. Like, he was like, oh yeah, you put them in there. So that means that he probably gave. He gave Frank like a quadruple amount <laughs> than what Bill had, yeah. so Frank was probably out. Like, that's what I was kind of thinking. Okay, I was also I because I, I knew the wine was already had already had like pills in it after that, mm-hmm. so I was thinking like, okay, Bill's gonna live, and that's gonna and it's gonna cover like what was in the game, like with Bill and Ellie and mm-hmm. all that. But then, no, they actually oh, did. My AirPods keep falling out, dude. Uh, these are so fucking annoying sometimes. God damn. <laughs> okay. And then, uh, yeah, so, but no, yeah, they, instead of Bill living, they both, they go to the bed and then they lock the door and they, Bill actually dies. So they both die. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. it cuts to modern or not, I keep saying modern, uh, like present. I think like maybe how many present. Yeah. Like actual present with like Joel and Ellie yep. finally getting into Lincoln. And Joel's the only one who's able to get through his traps, so he they get in and uh, they get to the house, and they can tell that it's kind of like broken down. And then uh, I think this is the most important thing of the episode is where they find a letter, or Ellie finds a letter on the table of uh, Bill and Frank's house, and she reads it to Joel, and it's basically a letter from Bill uh, to Joel about how like he found Frank and how he was something worth like surviving for and then how Tess was that or like how Tess is that person for Joel and like he should take everything that Bill has and use it to protect Tess yeah. but now that Tess is gone and I think I think uh Tess for for Tess Joel was that person but I don't think Joel reciprocated that to yeah. Tess yeah. Like, she kind of, like... Because they, they implied that. And they implied that in the game and in the show, I feel like. And then... But now, instead of Tess, obviously, because, like... 
Ellie can barely say Tess. Like she she feels bad saying it. But then um. Uh, like, it's it's shown that now that Tess is gone, Ellie is the person who has to. Like, or Joel has to take care of Ellie now. Yeah, like, Ellie is the person that yeah. Joel needs to take care of. Yeah, and it like, Joel's like initial response to the letter is he just failed, and then. He kind of goes off on, yes. on his own, and then it's the silent, like, realization, but you can put it t- together, that Joel's like, well, no, I didn't fail. Or maybe yeah, he did with, with Tess, but he can't fail Ellie either. Yeah. Now he has so, now he can redeem himself. Yeah. He, he failed Tess, so now he can uh, save Ellie. Because uh, that's what Tess wanted him to do. Yeah. So... Then they start to raid Bill's house, and they go in the truck with all the supplies they got, and they dip. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's basically the end of the episode. So, uh, what what did you think overall of the of episode three? Yeah, I like that one a lot, and I think also as someone who I think you can have your if you played the game, like know the story of the game, you kind of already have your own perception of Bill's character, but. Yeah, and obviously that was the big change, or the big de- departure from the game to the to the show. But having not played the game or knowing a- anything about the storyline of the game, um, I kind of viewed the episode as like Bill is supposed to be kind of a mirror of Joel, and that's like already kind of present because their personalities are so similar. Yes. But I think there. I think they went into that whole episode and it was kind of the version of the main storyline. Um, I think because there hasn't been much in the way of like prominent character development from Joel, from where you see him at the very start of the show with his daughter to like the position he's in now. And so mm-hmm. I kind of felt like that episode was almost kind of secondhand character development for Joel. You're not watching Joel kind of. Ex- change through life but you kind of watch it through bill and yeah. I, th- I think it's kind of supposed to be showing where um joel is going and where he's going to end up in terms of his character um mm-hmm. which i i thought w- was cool and a smart way to do that so they don't have to waste a bunch of time i not waste time but spend time um kind of developing the personality shift in joel when they're on Joel, they can spend time with him getting Ellie across the country and whatnot. They just use this episode kind of to tell you like what's happening with Joel, which I thought was cool. Yeah, that's exactly right. The Bill's complete parallel to Joel. They're like super similar. So it's showing what Joel can be. Yeah. And what he probably will be eventually. Um, so yeah, uh, that's yeah. I, I also really enjoyed episode three. I I know I got review. It got review bombed by people who did it. Did it really? Bombed. I did not see that. Yeah, it got like flooded with like one star reviews, which is like you uh, know what? that bro, always like, happens. Who cares? <laughs> like I don't like who cares, bro. I I yeah. Skip that one scene with them in bed. That's like the worst it gets if you're like really afraid of gay people. Like <laughs> like genuinely, it's it's not that bad. If it was seriously a, if Frank was a chick, it would be no different. The story would be zero difference. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. It was, I thought I think that was just dumb. But I, I I personally really enjoyed it, and I I think I re- I know why they included the episode because and, I, and people complain that it's like, it doesn't f- further the story of Joel and Ellie at all. It actually completely like provides the entire theme of the whole story yeah it's like the entire episode embodies what the entire series is about yep the point of the episode is to show like now that you see this episode and you have this idea planted in your head by this episode you think about this idea throughout the rest of the series as you're watching it and you can see how it applies to all the events that happen in the game that they're going to adapt so yeah, I don't. I don't get why people complain. It's obviously just people that are just racist and homophobic. So, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, and then on to episode four, which I am not gonna lie, this is actually my least favorite episode of the series so far, and uh, for quite a few reasons. Um, 
I thought it was good still. Yeah, it's um, not. It, it's, it's definitely not bad. It's not bad at all. But if the first, the first, uh, three episodes were like nines out of tens or so, eight out of tens mm-hmm. maybe. This episode was like a seven. Yeah. Six and a half, maybe. I was actually disappointed in this episode, mainly because it was so short. Yeah. I don't understand how this episode was so short. Also because originally the series was supposed to be ten episodes, and they thought they could combine them into nine episodes. So I assumed the episodes would be longer. No. Yeah. This episode is hella short. I can't even imagine how short the episodes would be if it was ten, epi- ten episodes. But, yeah, so... um, Well, we, where do we... uh. We start. Oh yeah, they're like at a gas station, and Joel's like siphoning gas out of a or what's left of gas because gas deteriorates. Even mm. though gas and batteries for lights, like flashlights, would be gone now. Yeah. Like lithium bat lithium batteries, like completely would be gone. They they expire after a certain point, as well as gasoline. After twenty years, I think gasoline would be completely broken down. So yeah. But it's whatever. Uh. And then, but yeah, Joel, I, I still coolly include that yeah, it does break down in some way because that's true. That's like a big problem for a lot of movies is like how they have gas if gas breaks down. Like, yeah. So, but anyway, uh, wh- where do they? Where, they they kind of just spend actually, the first part of the episode just kind of traveling. Not, I mean, there's not much going on. Yeah, they're going from oh, what, what, what? Where do they get to? They get from um. Uh, they're in Boston. Frank, Frank and Bill's. Yeah, and to uh, like Kansas City. What? Yeah, Kansas City. That's right. But uh, they actually include. I forgot to. Yeah, they include a couple scenes that are straight from the game. Um, one of which is when they're in uh, the car. And uh, they. They're like, or not the car, the truck, and they're driving down the highway, and they use the same song from the game that they played, and they kind of show all of these, uh, the different, like, destroyed tanks and cars and stuff, and as, uh, as they're driving, they're playing that song from straight from the game, and then they, uh, or Ellie finds the magazine that she finds in the game in the truck, and pulls it out, it's like, it's that gay porno magazine. And that's just straight from the game where she's like, oh, how can he walk around with that thing? <laughs> like, why are the pages all stuck together? That's, like, all straight from the game. And I thought that was cool they just included that because it was still funny. Yeah. And uh, and then, yeah, the next thing they included was – well, actually, they didn't have this. But they they kind of come up on a roadblock, but it's not like in the show where they just completely come up on a – Roadblock. But she's like, why don't they just drive up the hill? It's a truck. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't they just like go up the I mean, hill? They do, but it's like they do eventually, but at first I'm like They make it seem like, oh, we're stuck for like three minutes and then Joel's like, We're gonna drive around it. I'm like oh okay. Yeah. I I don't know. It was whatever. But so then they're driving through Kansas City and Joel's all flustered because Ellie doesn't know how to read a map. And then uh this, this is all straight from the game where the, the guy comes out in the road and he's like, hey, help me, please. I need help. And Joel's like, or Ellie's like, we're going to help him? And Joel's like, he ain't even hurt. And yeah. then he just runs into him. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. And I'm like, yeah, that's that was like one of my favorite moments from the game. They kept that as well. So, But, uh, yeah, so... Then they enter a firefight, and this firefight is kind of lame compared to the game, which is like you fight like twenty guys, and this is three, and one <laughs> of them's a little pansy. This guy is a complete little oh dude! Like so, they kill the first, they kill one of the guys, and actually, the this is complete NPC dialogue where the guy's like, there "You are. killed my friends! You killed my friends, motherfucker!" That's straight from the game. Yeah, I literally thought that, like, that, that is NPC an dialogue. NPC line right there. Yeah, which is it's, then, uh, it's it's pretty like, funny. I can't lie. They're killed. They killed Brian. And straight <laughs> from the game. Straight from the game. And uh, they, yeah. So Joel ends up like, actually, Joel get only. So Joel's only able to take down two guys before he ends up getting attacked from behind, and he's in like a game over scenario. Mm-hmm. And By he's, fucking like, Brian. I'm like, 
Yeah, I'm like, bro, how are you already getting, like, how are you already getting wrecked if you're supposed to be this badass? But whatever. And then, yeah, he's on the ground, and he's getting choked out. And Ellie finally reveals the gun that, oh, that's right. The episode started with Ellie with her gun in the mirror. Forgot to mm-hmm. say that, yeah. Oh, yeah, she, well, that's we great. Missed- did she get that in episode two or th- she got that at the beginning of three three that's three that's right i completely forgot about that yeah she yeah, got that same. from frank Stror. yeah so she finally got a gun and it's also right yeah in episode three they have that she goes down to the basement and like cuts open that infected's like uh head yeah um and that was uh that was pretty interesting seeing like that the infected is just like a plant at that point can't do anything it's just stuck there yeah and like she's just able to like cut it open it doesn't even flinch and then uh but yeah back to episode four yeah it's like very uh taxi driver i mean taxi driver-esque yeah as she's like uh in the mirror like with her gun like all the different things she should have said uh you talking to me you talking to me <laughs> to, to fucking brian uh yeah but then, yeah, she pulls it out on Brian, shoots him in the back, and paralyzes him. And I thought it was a little over the top. But Brian's like, ah, my legs! Ah, they don't work anymore! Ah, mom, mom, help me! I'm like, calm down, man. You're an NPC. Just shut, shut up. Uh, they're trying to humanize the NPCs, which is like, okay, whatever. Which, humanizing the NPCs is literally what The Last of Us 2 is about. It's the entire point of the game. It's humanizing one of the random NPCs that Joel happens to kill along the way. And all of a sudden, they're like a major. I'm not even joking. Yeah, that's. uh, I won't get into that, but. Oh God, yeah. But anyways, they're trying to. They're starting. They're laying the groundwork for this by having the NPCs have, uh, like personalities and like you feel bad for them. No one's a bad guy, and it's like, okay, whatever, dude. Why don't you just have it be about Joel and Ellie? And they, yeah, they have. There's bad people out there, and they have to kill them. They don't have to be all good people. But, whatever. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. Joel's like, "Yeah, go, go hide, Ellie. I need to. Yeah. I'm taking this gun from you." And then he stabs him in the neck. And this is another thing I thought was done better in the game with Joel finding out that Ellie has a gun and everything, and then teaching mm-hmm. her how to shoot. I thought that was so much better done in the game. The scene in general was just the vibe was better. And also, yeah. I think I, I, nothing as Pedro Pascal. I love him as an actor, but Joel's voice in the game is unbeatable. I don't know why they didn't just get Troy Baker back to play Joel because yeah. he looks like him and he has the same voice, and his voice is like a that's like a, such a distinct part of his character is that southern accent and Pedro Pascal's accent is very Hispanic, or like it has like that very Spanish set like where is I don't know where he's from, where is he from actually, but it's Pedro Who? Pascal I'm, oh Pe- Pedro Pascal yeah um, I'm curious about that actually because he I'll look it up. I uh, another th- like while we're on like random oh side Chile notes. oh yeah, Chile. yeah yeah while okay, while we're on that's... random side notes real quick this is so nitpicky me but I had to like look look it up because I was thinking like why are they in Kansas City why and they mention it in the the there's like one line or two about it they're on I seventy because I was trying to see how f- like far they're driving so they get like three fourths of the way there just off screen. I don't know how if that's what they do in the game as well to get to Kansas City. They don't go they don't go to Kansas City in the game. What do they go that. to? Yeah, that go that's what I was about Pittsburgh. to say. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah. Why are they in Kansas City? If if you look at like the maps, there is no reason for them to be on I-70. I, they are like I, a I whole state south of Wyoming. I-80 goes through Wyoming. I don't know. I don't know. That was that's, nitpicky yeah. of me, but <laughs> fair, yeah, that's fair. Pit, yeah, uh, they go. Th- yeah, Pittsburgh is where they at in the game, which I, I don't know. Pittsburgh not in it for long, but and I guess they're gonna make it a bigger deal now in the show. But uh, but anyways, yeah, Joel's voice, Southern accent, and Pedro Pascal is Chilean. He can't really get that accent down. He tries mm-hmm. sometimes, but still, it's like, yeah, yeah doesn't have that charm to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That Joel charm. Joel is a very distinct Southern character. That's, I don't know. Something about it. It's like his voice is a huge part of it for me in the game, just listening to him talk. But, like, 
It's fine. They don't want to do different. His personality is still the same, and everything that yeah. else embodies Joel. Pedro Pascal is doing a great job, but that's just a super big nitpick by me. But, uh, but yeah, that after yeah after Ellie shoots him in the back and Joel kills him. Joel teaches her to how to hold a gun, and that was a good scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but still, I, I feel like it was done better in the game. I don't know why they didn't just copy it from the game. If it's if it's good, why change it? Yep. Why are you messing with something that's already great? But I, they want to change it, so it's fine. But yeah, it's 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 still a good scene. I think they have great chemistry, Joel and Ellie. They, throughout the episode, they have Ellie also having a joke book, which is from the game, that she occasionally says to Joel, mm-hmm. which makes him reminds him of his daughter. Uh, and you start to see that bond like really flesh out in this episode, especially with that joke book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's probably was, the highlight of this episode. I was, I would say is the relationship between Joel and Ellie. You can kind yes, of start yes. forming, which which makes mm-hmm. sense after episode three. If they had gone through this episode and Joel was still kind of cold, episode three would have kind of been for nothing. So they they did that yeah. well at least. That's like a mistake that I see like happen in so many shows where they spend a whole episode like highlighting one little tiny like relational thing and then they just don't like use it in the rest of the, the show so mm-hmm. that was an a important really small point to hit so i will give yeah, there's a lot episode for that for doing that well yeah uh i don't know they there's a lot of differences between uh just the game and well yeah well, well like, while, I, while i'm praising it they go straight from yeah that gun scene to the what was the 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 brunette's name who's seems to be some like she seems to be like the leader of whatever this like yeah anarchy yeah, little community is i don't know what here, yeah, yeah. I, I remember what i was gonna say now that they're starting to make they're they're changing things a little too much because i feel like they're starting to rush they're gonna have to rush things just based on how things are going because you think mm. they're having them they're gonna have to meet this Sam and Henry character, these Sam and Henry characters at the end of the episode and uh, of the next episode, and they have a whole arc to go through. And I don't know how they're going to go through that in the just the time they have left in the series, given what mm. else happens. Mm. It's just like, I don't know. And then also they, they're taking pressure. This is such a short episode, and they take precious time away from Joel and Ellie's bond. And like you said, how Joel's finally warming up to Ellie. It takes time away from that to... Show some random. I, I saw a tweet about this, a uh, substitute teacher, lady, that is oh. like interrogating some old man. And I'm like, what is this? I, I don't care about this at all. And then she's yeah. like, apparently part of the hunters who in the game are just these bandits, and now all of a sudden are like, these hardened dudes. And I will say it's cool that they got the guy that got they got the guy who played Tommy in the video game. Who Tommy is Joel's brother. They got the guy mm-hmm. who played him in the video game to play, one of the. Hunters, who's the guy with the big beard? Oh, really? That's the guy who played. Yeah, he played oh. Tommy in the game. Oh, which just makes me wonder why they didn't just use. And then they're also going to use uh, Troy Baker later. I just don't know why they just didn't use him as the main actors. I just. Huh. Yeah. Weird. I don't. I don't get it. But because you you hear his voice and it's like that's literally just Tommy from the game. Like you're hearing that's that. It's like, oh my god. Huh. Yeah. That is weird. It, it's just odd to me. Which makes me wonder how Troy Baker will sound if you just listen to him. Like that's literally Joel. Like, like, yeah, it's just Joel. Because Troy Baker's normal voice is Joel. So it's just like, oh, yeah. I, I don't know. Mm. It's just going to be weird. Huh. Uh, yeah, so. Um, yes. Yeah, so I'm trying to think, like, what is the. So the hunters, they're looking for Henry. Who oh, you yeah, say yeah. Is they they, they start to set that up. Character. That's not just some random guy. No, Henry, yeah, they, so they start to plant the seeds for that. Yeah, that Henry, they're looking, the hunters are looking for Henry, and they're going to, so I guess they're going to expand on Henry and Sam's story in the show, because mm-hmm. that wasn't in the game at all. Henry and Sam are just survivors in the game that are trying okay. to reach other survivors. They aren't, like, okay. being hunted by the hunters. But, is, is I don't Sam know. Is Sam mentioned? I, do they, they say Henry a lot. Do they mention Sam in the episode much? If at all, you see Sam at you see Sam at the very end. Uh, but no, Henry's the older older one, so you don't really need to. Okay, gotcha. Sam, Sam's okay. not Sam's so young, can't really do anything. Oh, is he? Okay. So, also, they changed Sam. I'm not gonna spoil how they changed him, but 
they they changed him for the show from from how they how the game had him. But but yeah, that's that's the thing. Like they so after Joel teaches Ellie how to use a gun, the next moment they after all the Kathleen stuff is when they're they're going to find somewhere to stay, and Ellie says one last joke to him before they go to sleep, and that's really it i mean like joel complains about how it's like hard to get up the stairs and stuff and that's endearing but like that's that's really it like yeah that's the end of the episode and then they wake up and henry and sam are like have, have them at gunpoint oh like, that's who that hell? is i oh yeah i i wanted to know that oh yeah okay yeah so that's a, that's who it is at the end of the episode is henry and sam oh. sam's the younger one and then they oh. show yeah so there's some other stuff with the kathleen lady the substitute teacher like Okay, I'm just gonna be honest. Like, I do not think she did a very good job acting. Like, she would, didn't give off. The she's very role stale. Of the leader. Yeah, and she just felt very soft. I don't know. Like, she's like, uh-huh. oh, uh, I'm supposed to be like the leader of this hardened battle group, and you're yeah. so soft spoken. Like, what? And like, you just that, aren't. I I was thinking sound. that 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 one shot, which if you know, you gotta explain that to to, to me as well. The one bit where she goes with the guy with the big ass beard. And they go like under one of the buildings or something, and the floor is moving. What's happening there? Oh, that's. I'm assuming that's going to be fungus related in the next. Episode. I, I would imagine, but pre- it was. In the in the games, there's another enemy type that I'm assuming that's going to be. Okay, gotcha. It's this one they haven't t- they haven't revealed yet. In the okay. in the game, that enemy type shows up at the Bill and Frank section. That's when hey. you first encounter it, which is interesting that they are moving into this, but uh. Huh. Okay. Gotcha. I don't know. They they they're gonna probably change the mechanics of it because. Uh, yeah, they're gonna have to change something about it. But in the in the pre in the preview for the next episode, they show it. They show the. the okay. Enemy. Gotcha. Gotcha. So yeah, the, we'll, we'll see. Anyways, that that scene, where there's the bearded guy and Kathleen or Kathleen, and they're uh, it's just those two. And literally, what I was thinking is. How is this chick the leader of this group and not the dude with the giant beard and the tats and the yeah, gun? That's what I was like, thinking. That guy looks like a this that guy looks like a badass. Then this chick's walking around. That's why I said she looks like a substitute teacher. Yeah, which is no like sexist off. thing, but it's just no, like nothing. in this reality world, I thought that was strange. It's very odd. <laughs> she I doesn't seem, and especially with. I guess she does kill the doctor in the end, but at first. When she's like has the gun on on his head, it's like she's not going to shoot him. She does after she gets pissed off, but at first it's like no, she won't. Like that, I if it's supposed to feel like she could, then the actor isn't like making that very convincing. She just seems soft, uh, but yeah, I don't know. She, I didn't like her. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, they also had to see and then going up to the attic and they see some of Sam's drawings. Of like him being like a Superman flying around, so that's oh, also yeah. like sign up Henry and Sam. Oh yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. This episode was just, I didn't like it that much. It was it was just a setup episode for the next one. Yeah. I just I don't know. It was okay. There's the I think the best part was definitely in the beginning with uh, Joel and Ellie in the car, and then them getting to Kansas City and yeah, the initial first attack, and then the rest I thought was just kind of bleh. yeah. I agree with that. But yeah. Um. So I guess that's what. What were your overall thoughts on the episode? Just yeah. I mean, I thought it was fine. I yeah. I I would give it like a mid to low seven. I don't think it was yeah. bad as much because I mean they do need setup. If you don't spend time on your setup, then the payoffs just feel weak. But yeah, for sure. Um, I think with the way the last ep- with how much of a diversion episode three was. And how, compared to a lot of the rest of the show, how slow-paced it was. I think they needed something a bit quicker for this one. Um, and I think the first half being slow, like developing the relationship with Joel and Ellie, that that was good, as I've like already met, mentioned. But the second half, need, there needs to be more happening with Joel and Ellie. The, as we're saying, the, um, the Hunter group does not need that much screen time just I, I if they're setting up henry and sam or whatever they could have done some setup 
by introducing them earlier in the episode or something because i didn't even know the people at the end at the very very end and that last shot were them i had no idea who henry was yeah um which i mean yeah, i don't think it's set up to. but it's I like just... i don't know i think i think where the episode ended should have been about like the two-thirds or three-fourths mark of the app ep- the episode i think i think they needed another 20 min- minutes or so yeah i agree it was way too short and a little too rushed in my opinion yeah uh and yeah also why didn't they sleep in the this is another name why didn't they sleep in the truck while they're in the wilderness i thought that as well why, 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 they, why would they sleep outside when they have a truck maybe it's because joel can't hear but he can just have the fucking window down yeah, or put Ellie in the truck at least, and it's also a truck. They have a a literal they they have a bed. Yeah, I don't I don't get it, but whatever. Uh, yeah, um, I agree. I didn't. I thought this episode was kind of disappointing. Hopefully, next episode is better. Mm-hmm. Henry and Sam's story is one of my favorite parts in the game. So okay. if they do That's it correctly, good. it could be could be a masterpiece. But if it not, they mess it up. And it's like, why would you? Why why change something that's good? That's what I think. Yeah, I get it. So hopefully it's awesome. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's really it. That's that's all there is to talk about. I guess my opinion. Um, any any last thoughts you have or? Uh, not really. I mean, I think. Uh, yeah, I think three. I guess because we we covered both. Uh, yeah, three was solid. I think it was like. So far, the best diversion from the game storyline. Um, yes. And I think episode four, or much of episode four, is a not-so-good diversion from the main storyline. But I'm glad they're not taking risks, at least. Like, some of them will not play. Like, not ev- everyone's going to like every risk they take. I mean, as you said, a lot of people didn't like what they did with episode three. But I'm glad they're not. They didn't just take the source material and copy it, shot for shot. Um, yeah. Just so it gives the people that actually played the game like some, they feel like they're watching something at least a little bit new. Um, and they are doing well with it so so far. So I've uh, high hopes for the rest of it. And we're not. I mean, we're there's still five more episodes right so we're yeah yeah we're about half a little under halfway yeah yeah so it's nine episodes total so yeah about halfway yeah uh yeah yeah, i i liked i love episode three i kind of like episode four yep final thoughts uh all right um thank you guys for listening um have a great rest of your day. Thank you, Mitch, for being on this. Yep. Appreciate talking with you. And uh, make sure that you guys eat your fucking cinnamon rolls. Have a great day. Peace. <laughs>